Join me right now on Kumite TV is newly signed one championship Adam Weight, Killer B Nguyen. What's going on, B? Hi, how are you? I'm so excited to be talking to you. Me too, me too. Uh, now, the first thing I want to get into is probably, you know, what you're most known for outside of fighting is Survivor, David versus Goliath. You were on the show for, I believe, four episodes, but your stardom rose, your stock rose really high, you know, it elevated so much. Thoughts on that experience and how that affected your life? Um, I think I had a more personal um, experience. Of course, my popularity rose in a different uh, demographic uh, than I am used to, which is great. Um, but I, it came, I got on Survivor, they asked me to, they recruited me around the same time my dad passed away. Mm. So it was the same week. So it, it just, the experience of being trapped on an island, the experience of, uh, you know, just self-discovery and, and all the challenges and making that tough decision when I had to leave, it just changed me for the better and I couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah, you had to leave because you had a knee injury. How is your knee now, and how has the recovery process went? Um, prior to getting on Survivor, I actually tore my MCL and had to pull out of a fight before then. So when I heard it on Survivor, knowing how physically challenging Survivor is, even just like daily life on the island, um, I had to make the hard decision of leaving. But I am happy with that decision because I left before I re-injured it, before I re-tore it. So the recovery was pretty quick after the show, and um, I fought right after that. So, All right. How has life changed since being on the biggest reality show in history? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, just, I, I think the biggest thing for me with Survivor is... Now, mind you, I don't watch TV <laughs> prior to... So it's like opened my eyes to this whole new world and um and i think that i'm really proud of opening mma to them as well these the demographic of survivor is not the same as fighting and uh, i hopefully i think that i exposed both demographics to fighting and um it's been great it's a lot of uh, a lot of new opportunities on the horizon and uh hopefully you'll get to see more of that soon yeah, definitely. That show, I think it has the, I think it's the most viewed the show in television history, right? 10 million a night, yeah. It's Jesus, uh, the highest, is... highest reality TV series. Yeah. That's it's incredible. <laughs> and it's, and it's a true testament to that show also because it's real. Like nothing about it is fake mm -hmm. and there's more, honestly, they can make 10 shows off of what happened on that island the time I was there. So uh, for those that are fans of Survivor, I guarantee you it's real and it's more than what you even see. They have to edit it down, you know, but it's it's amazing. None of, the, <clears throat> none of that keeping up with the Kardashians or nothing like that? <laughs> no, I actually was offered uh, to get on a couple of dating shows and I was offered a couple of other um, opportunities in Hollywood, but I turned them down because... Uh, I don't think that <clears throat> it fits my image and who I am, but Survivor definitely did. Is there anything you could take away from that show, you know, from being in the spotlight, moving forward in your MMA career? Uh, yes. Don't be... Sometimes I think that people 
especially people that are new to the attention, may feel like they need to be a certain character to get accepted, to get liked, and, and change themselves. But what I really learned through this is that uh, just be yourself, and, and it will make the process more enjoyable. And people, the viewers aren't dumb. People can see right through you, so there's no need to fake who you are and be yourself and enjoy the process. Well, now you go from one island to another island. Your next chapter starts, <laughs> you know, of your MMA career, one championship. Yeah. You signed a multi-fight deal. What exactly drew you to the Asia-based organization? Um, for one, as an atom weight, the talent right now, I think, is over here. I have always wanted to fight the best of the best. I, I'm not... Um, of course, I'm always looking for victory, but I'm not one to pad my record or, or looking for... Uh, my goal is not an undefeated record. My goal is to fight the best in the world. And Angela Lee and, and the girls over here at the Adam Waite um, division is, I think, is the best in the world right now. So, And also, I like the... Um, I like the moral stand of uh, 1FC. I like what they represent and who they are and how they treat their, uh, their uh, fighters. And um, I also think that atom weights are underappreciated <clears throat> in the United States. UFC doesn't have our division. And so I'm proud to represent atom weight division. I represent Americans in uh, 1FC and represent Vietnam. You make your promotional debut on April 12th in Manila. Right now you are in Phuket at Tiger Muay Thai preparing. How did you connect with them? Um, I've always been interested in Tiger. I've seen a lot of... So I train out of Jackson Winks in America. And we've had Yana come over here, Tyson. Uh, a lot of uh, my teammates have been to Tiger Muay Thai. And uh, I've had my reservations because it's not just going trying a new gym. I mean, you're flying 18 hours, 20 hours over here. Um, so I've had my reservations. But um, when I connected with the head, uh, head coach, George Hickman... He made me feel more comfortable about it, and uh, I became a Tiger-sponsored fighter. Oh, wow. Um, so you're training there. You're working with the coaches. Is there any other coaches you work with other than George Hickman? Uh, George Hickman, Frank Hickman, and um, I really like one of the crews here, Crew Don. Um, he works on my striking a lot. So I'm still getting to know more people. It's still a process. I've been here for two weeks, but... Uh, Hickman is head of their MMA program, and I have to say, I have to be honest, I'm pleasantly surprised. I wasn't expecting too much from the MMA division, uh, being that it's called Tiger Muay Thai, and, and it has a reputation for their Muay Thai, but their MMA program is very, very good. Who are the your training partners down there? Because I know they got you know a, a stable of women, and also yeah. the Shevchenko sisters are there currently. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I met uh, Valentina and Antonini at uh, in Houston. We've trained together before, and we've we've talked quite a bit. So it's a coincidence. It's a great coincidence running into them here, and um, also there's a couple of One FC girls at uh, at a Tiger. They have Claudia Diaz, Win Nguyen. Um, so there's a lot of girls here, along with smaller guys. That's the thing about being in Asia also is you get more guys to work with. Um, the In America, it's a lot of, when you're at certain gyms, it's a lot of big guys, not many people to work with. So it's been great. What advantages do you see by working with the smaller guys, you know, like the 125ers down there? Advantages is they, 
being smaller, you know how to use your technique and not your strength. So they have the ability to push me hard and and not baby me like the big guys would, but not injure you. So they have great control and and um, it's just so beneficial. Back at home in Jackson's, one of my favorite sparring partners is John Dotson. You know, because Dotson will beat the heck out of me, but uh, he'll never injure me. So it's great. Well, it must be incredible because you are going to make your debut. You're you're in camp. You got Antonina in camp for UFC yeah. St. Petersburg, and just Valentina. recently announced Valentina's going to go fight in Chicago. So yeah. are you guys are all ramping it up right now. It must be uh, yeah. insane the training. Yeah, it's it's a it's a double ended sword. I mean, it's great, but they're the greats, and I'm getting beat up and getting better, and it's tough. But tough is good. I I. Uh, wholeheartedly believe in train hard fight easy so i know that coming into this fight um i'll be in great shape and and nothing's gonna surprise me did it take some time for you to get acclimated to the time difference and the humidity you know i know a lot of people talk about that uh the humidity mostly the time difference i don't know i i, I travel quite a bit so i think my body's used to being confused <laughs> but uh the humidity it's like i don't know it's like somebody is constantly throwing hot towels at your face <laughs> while you're trying to punch and not get punched and not get taken down and it's just crazy i um i found myself a little fan that i sit by in between rounds but it's saving my life right now well you know april 12th in manila you're going to make your debut uh, your opponent has not officially been announced could you give us some information on that Yes, uh, contracts have been signed. It is official. I am facing Ani Retno Wulan, I think. Um, she's actually a strawweight coming down to Adam Weight, and uh, I don't know much about her except she is. I think she's a Muay Thai champ. Um, in all of my fights, I don't really watch video. My coaches do. I always send it to them, so I just do what they tell me to do. So I'm prepared. I don't want to overthink it. So I don't know much about her, but that's her name, and she's coming down from strawweight. So I would imagine she's bigger, but. What's new for me, right? <laughs> yeah, you, this fight is at atom weight, and one championship has a different like weight class. The weight classes are a little bit different, so it yeah. must, you must feel better about fighting for one championship because you don't have to cut down to that weight. You could be hydrated. You could be you know healthy, basically going into a fight. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for so many reasons for that. One is I'm finally going to be able to see. The, my full potential because I've had to cut so much water weight that sometimes I think that I take hits and, and they affect me a lot more because I'm dehydrated, uh, for one. And for two, I'm tired of the rat race. The, oh, I don't want to fight at 115 because they're, the girls there are cutting from 140 mm -hmm. and shit, I would love to fight at 115 because that's my natural weight, but there's no way. And then you cut all the way down to 105, but it's hurting you. It's just a constant like race to, to, weight advantages and weight cut and it was just stressful and i have always said i wish i could just step in and fight and that's what i'm able to do here and my safety is is guaranteed and looked out for and uh, even though she's coming down from straw weight she has to be hydrated too so there's no risk of her being crazy big fight day you know so it's 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 just phenomenal i'm excited yeah you have many challenges coming up are there any you know, other fighters that you are eyeing in the division? I have my sight on the belt. 
I want to fight the best of the best. I want to fight Angela Lee, but I believe in earning my keep. I believe in paying my dues. So whoever one FC wants me to fight, um, I'll just keep showing up and I'll keep impressing them. And uh, but know that my eye is on the prize. When I train, I, I think about the belt. I don't, I don't think about anything else. The first ever one championship Vietnam card is in September. Was yes. that part of the deal? with signing with one championship for you? Yeah, it, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't tough to do because one is such an advocate of expanding and, and representing, uh, having representation from everywhere. Um, so it wasn't tough to negotiate it, but I definitely said that I wanted to represent my people and I wanted to bring, I know there's not much MMA in Vietnam yet, but, uh, I'm excited for the possibilities, and I'm excited to to bring the representation and bring the attention and bring the knowledge and, and bring MMA to Vietnam. What would it mean for you to perform in the motherland, you know, so-called? It's crazy because when I started fighting, I always had this dream. I live in Houston, Texas, in America. And when I was younger, I was like, oh, my God, I would cry. Those images that just make you cry, and I'm not a crier. But I was like, if I could just debut in the UFC in Houston, that would be amazing. I would cry. And life has a way of giving you what you want, but not exactly how you would see it, right? So Because you don't never know. And now it's bigger than I could ever imagine. Now I get to debut in my country, um, I, I hope that I can keep it together. I hope that I don't, uh, I'm not an emotional mess, but I'm actually really emotional talking about it right now, but it's huge to me because I'm a big advocate also of uh, promoting women in, in uh, sports and in countries that, that don't have a lot of women, and I encourage young girls to go to sports. So this is just everything for me. April 12th in Manila, what type of performance should we expect out of you? You you can expect a lot of action. I don't like to predict exactly what's going to happen because I'm an adaptable fighter and whatever happens, happens. And I'll be ready for it and I will win. Uh, but I'm coming for all of it. I, I took a break recently. Um, without this weight cut, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be fast. I'm going to be strong. Uh, it's in a big stage. I'm excited. It, it's I'm, if you can feel my excitement right now, that's how it, the fight's going to be. I'm coming for it. I'm gunning for her. I don't even know who she is. I don't care. I'm going to show 1FC I deserve to be here, and uh, I'm going to show them that I deserve to fight for the belt. All right, one last thing before I let you go. Um, you know, fighters, they always have something. They have their headphones on. They have music going. Like, what gets you going? What is the, you know, what is the music you're listening to in, during this camp to get you hyped? I actually I get made up fun of a lot because I listen to like gangster gangster rap. There's like big guys in the back, tough guys grunting, and I'm just like laughing, chilling. But if you listen to my headphones, it's like like terrible language. It's like complete gangster rap in my headphones. It's my alter ego, but definitely gangster rap for sure. Who are the artists that you're listening to? I want to know. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I don't know if you know, but it's so bad. I don't even listen to this regularly. But like eight ball, and like I don't. Eight ball, MJG. You know them? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Project Pat is, like, super, super gangster rap. Like, some NWA. But I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm a really cool, chill person, but I listen to that in the back, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favorite Project Pat songs is Chicken Heads. Oh, my God, yes. That's definitely <laughs> in my playlist in the back. It's so funny. Yeah, it's a lot of profanity. Yeah, definitely. Well, April 12th, you know, I'm excited for you. You're, you know, you get to, you know, perform on the big stage in Asia. Um, thank you for your time, B, and uh, good luck on your fight. Thank you. It's been so much fun.